Hey, hey, friends, welcome to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. So in today's episode, I am getting right into the number one thing you need to do before you book another client. And I'm sure you're over there thinking that it definitely has to do with something legal related. And you might be right, my friend. It's all about ensuring that the back end of your business that's, I know, I know, not so fun to work on is squared away fully. Like lock and key, stop before passing goes, screwed in safely, too legit to quit. If you don't take a second and just stop with the front end side of your work that you do all day, every day, and I'm talking getting on the Instagram stories, working on your website and your portfolio, being present online, emailing back and forth, and you do that all the time and you forget about the necessary backend stuff, your business is going to become one of those businesses that goes out of business in a year or two. And we do not want that. And I am here to help you not be that type of business owner. So I definitely suggest you do these things before booking your next client. Let's just get into it already. You're listening to the Legal Page Podcast, where we chat about life and business with a legal twist. I'm Paige, attorney and photographer helping online businesses and creatives tackle their business dreams without breaking out in hives. No more legal mumbo jumbo. This podcast features simple, bite-sized advice that'll have you legally legit in no time. Are you ready? Let's get started. As a reminder, before we get into this episode, I am legally obligated to give my disclaimer. So I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. All legal information I talk about on this episode is intended for the masses and a large variety of different businesses. I am only your attorney when you hire me and we sign an engagement letter for me to work specifically on your legal issues. Please feel free to seek out another attorney in your hometown if you need specific legal advice or contact me for more information. Alrighty, here's the episode, friends. Hey guys, so thanks for tuning in today. Now this episode is less legal information and more of Big Sister Page over here giving you some good old biz advice. I really, really, really like business coaching and helping other business owners build more profitable and sustainable businesses that are actually legally legit as well. So I've decided to really start integrating some of my best business tips here on the podcast for you. And this is one of the first episodes to do that in a long while. I've just been giving lots of legal tips. So I hope you enjoy this type of episode and please, please, please leave a review for me on iTunes um, or where you listen to your podcast. And I would love to hear your suggestions on me giving business advice on this podcast. Okay, so what I'm about to share is a drop everything before you book another client and just do this thing, please. Think of this as like MC Hammer's song, can't touch this, stop, hammer time. Like you have to stop and do this right now before you book your next client. Now, my number one thing I need you to do is drum roll, please make sure that the behind the scenes are taken care of in your business. 
be a good, legit backend business owner. And here's what I mean by that. I'm going to go over four things that you need to do right now. The number one thing is work on the back end of your business. I'm going to give you four steps to do that. First step, make sure your contract is in place. Your client contract needs to be squared away. Two, that your pricing is not only profitable, but also sustainable and reasonable. And three, that you outline your workflow for all of your clients that you will be working with. And four, that you're setting expectations for your project, your services, or the products that you're selling to your clients. First up is contracts. So when it comes to making sure your contract is in place, you guys know I could talk about this till I'm blue in the face about just how crucial and important this step is. You've probably listened to tons of podcast episodes for me at this point about why, why contracts are important. Well, other than I'm the legal page and that's just what I do. And I'm super passionate about talking about the contractual legalities of having client contracts and using them with everyone that books you. This step is going to save you so many headaches down the road. If you ever like ran into a legal situation, which I hope you don't, a contract is going to help you. It's actually probably the number one thing you need as a business owner before you move forward. I'm talking like before you get an Instagram account, before you get a website, before you get a business bank account, like just have a contract. It's like number one thing. And having all of your client expectations and rights and roles and responsibilities set out in writing within the four corners of your contract. And then having that signed by your client is going to help make any legal situation down the road a little easier. And really just any sticky situation with your clients down the road a little easier. Your contract is the document that a court will look at, say if you're in a lawsuit, to determine what the party's roles and responsibilities are. And it will clear up the confusion if the parties are differing on their sides and arguing different things. The contract is really king here is what I like to say. Also, contracts can actually keep you out of court And for this, I suggest ensuring that you have what's called an arbitration clause in your contract. And an arbitration clause honestly just states that both parties agree to arbitration as the alternative dispute resolution in case the parties can't come to an agreement like Such as if your client disagrees with you on something and maybe you're not giving a refund or maybe there's this like huge debacle and you guys can't settle it between you two and they threaten to take you to court, an arbitration clause would kick in and say, well, you can't file a lawsuit until we get this arbitrated by a third party arbiter. And it saves hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in legal fees. So definitely have that in your contract. And... To stay out of court as well, I would suggest that you always have what's called a venue and jurisdiction clause in your contract, and you want that to be your county and your state because, say, your clients are from another state, and in your contract it says, well, you have to sue me in X location, and that may be 10, 15 states away from where they live, I doubt they're going to want to go there and spend all that money with a lawsuit. So it can definitely discourage lawsuits if you have those two clauses in your contract. Now, on the other hand, getting, you know, the back end of our business all set up, contracts are also going to help you know what to expect from your clients. 
and them to expect from you because you're setting those expectations in your contract that's specific to your business and the services you provide to your clients. So make sure if you have an existing contract that you're familiar with what's inside of it, that you've reviewed it here in the next couple of weeks or just right now because there's no better time than the present to review your contract. I honestly suggest you review your contract actually around at least every four to six months. I tell people to do it every quarter as kind of this quarterly back-end thing to do with your business, a good biz tip there and CEO tip to ensure that you're not missing anything in your contract. And you're going to forget about a weird situation that may have come up like six, eight, 12 months down the road. But if you're in it, like within that three month time span and a bad client situation occurs and you need to clear that up in your contract, you'll have the mindset and frame of mind to be able to do that. Or say you need to clarify something that is already in your contract that maybe your clients were confused on during an initial client inquiry situation. Now, friends, this is crucial before you book your next client to do with your contracts because you want to make sure that if your client asks you any questions regarding the clauses in your contract, you don't have to ask the question back that I hate business owners asking Um, what clause are you referring to client? No, 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 no. If you're a good biz owner, you should know exactly what's in your contract. You should know your contract like the back of your hand. Your clients will love you for this. will find you 10 times more professional of a business owner. If you can easily answer all of their contract related questions. So First step in ensuring that the back end of your business is ready to go before you book your next client is getting your contract squared away. Hello, TLP family. If you're tuning into this episode and you want to ensure you're legally legit moving forward into 2021, because let's face it, at this point in 2020, we have no idea what next year is going to look like. I want to get all of those what if situations squared away for you. The legal page is having our biggest sale of the year over Black Friday this week. And I really don't want you to miss out because it only happens once a year which means you absolutely need to become an exclusive TLP insider today and you will get exclusive deals just for you being a part of the TLP community starting on Thursday, November 19th. That's right. If you join now as a TLP insider, you will get all the best prices in our TLP shop before anyone else over Black Friday week. Go to bit dot lee forward slash tlp insider to sign up again that's bit dot ly forward slash tlp insider Okay, next thing, number two, make sure your pricing is not only profitable, but sustainable and reasonable. And what I mean by this is you want to make sure that your expenses are covered, that your team, if you have one, is covered, but also that your pricing is capable of being continued at that pricing for some time while still providing that same level of service for clients to come. And this is really important to do as we move into a new year. It's a really great time, kind of November and December of 
each year to forward think into what's going to happen with my pricing in 21. I'm going to have more clients probably inquiring in January and February and March when people are sitting around and it's winter time. And maybe you need to look at your pricing and you need to change your pricing up. So make sure it's sustainable and then reasonable as well. And right here, I'm just going to pause and say the reasonableness of your payments and the retainers that you're taking is all laid out in our flat fee retainer episodes. Just go back and listen to those. Now, while it's smart to review your pricing and adjust accordingly, you don't also want to be the business owner who changes their pricing every month or every week or every other day. You want to make sure that you can keep your price sustainable so people can repeat buy with you if that's an option. If someone is coming to you and saying, okay, what's your pricing right now? And you say it's $350 for an hour session, say you're a photographer, and then they come back and you bump it up to $550 in six months, like that's going to deter previous clients from booking from you. And this also coincides with my suggestion that I don't suggest you ever give discounts at all. And this is where sustainable pricing is really important. Discounting really lowers your value and it looks like to your clients that you're okay with charging less than you're worth. And you don't want to do that because again, expectations here, you're just allowing them to have the expectation that they can choose the price. And that is never going to be sustainable as a business owner. So be upfront and clear about your pricing to clients. If you hold your ground, your clients will honestly really respect that from you and will either first pay you what you're worth or to decline respectfully because they really can't afford it, but they will respect the crap out of you for not backing down on your price. And I can tell you guys from experience that all of the many clients I had in my photography career that couldn't afford me, they ended up booking me later on because they saved up money and they valued me and my services and the photography experience so much that maybe at this time they weren't allowed to book with me because like their finances weren't in place, but they saved for a couple of months and then they were able to come back. So respect getting that respect out of your clients is so important. And so ensuring that your pricing is profitable, sustainable, and reasonable is super important for before you book your next client. Okay. And one other thing related to pricing here that I'm just going to touch on as a business owner is I am all about looking at P&L statements, profit and loss statements. It's something I do often. And I really, really, really take a good close look at my expenses And I was just talking on the phone with my good friend, Janelle, the other day, and we were really talking about, oh, she wanted to hire this person and she was really interested in like what they had to offer. And she was trying to help me determine if it was the right time in her business to do so. So while you may have like heartstrings pulling at you or you have like big picture ideas, grandiose entrepreneurship things coming down the line, that's all well and dandy. But I am someone who takes a good hard look at my numbers before. Before I decide to make any hires or get into another 12 month contract with like an online platform provider of some sort. You always want to make sure your expenses, and this is a number that I use in my business. I'm sure you've probably heard things from other financial gurus, but this is just the legal page way to do things. And I have built a very sustainable and profitable business. So I'm just giving you my 411 and information on what I think is the best way to go about this. I like the number 60%. Ensure that your expenses are not over 60%. 
And I'm actually a conservative business owner and I like cut that in half. I think that 30 to 40% of your income per month is the max that you should be spending on expenses so that you're generating at least 50% in business profit every month and probably a little bit less because you're going to pay yourself. I would say probably around 20, 25% every month as the business owner, but you still have a really good chunk of change that's around you know, 40 to 50% that you're putting away as a business owner, that's pure profit in your business. And if you have any other questions about this, I just highly recommend you go read the book Profit First, and it'll give you a better idea of what I'm talking about with income expenses, percentages, and business profit. Anywho, back to pricing with your clients, don't charge just a random amount because you think it's a good amount to charge your clients. And that's like what colleagues are similarly doing and similarly charging that are like within your vicinity. I want you to write out all of your expenses or you could use, you know, an application like QuickBooks to do it for you and then make sure you're charging that amount, what your total expenses are for that session or for that coaching service you're providing your clients or for your videography editing above and beyond just shooting that and filming with your clients. Charge that amount of all of your expenses, plus about 40% more for your actual price. You deserve to be a business owner making profit. So that's step number two. Now for number three, before you book your next client, I want you to set up your workflow. Workflow, workflow, workflow. It's something that I do all the time, every day, all day. I am like the queen of ensuring workflows are in place. So make sure your workflow for when a client inquires is all mapped out, such as email templates, sending over your pricing guide, or your plan for hopping on a discovery call with them is all laid out. And then also your workflow for after the client books you, such as how you send the contract, payment links, client welcome email, consistent client communication. You want to have a workflow in place where you are talking to your clients at least every two to four weeks, giving them tips, helping them out, asking if they have any questions, giving them, I don't know, beautiful like welcome magazines. If you're a photographer, there's so many things I did. Um, and I, you guys know, I'm just, I'm a previous photographer. So that's a lot of the tips that I have, but there's so many other things that you can do with your services that you provide to your clients. That's consistently interacting with them. Don't just get them to sign the contract. And that's the end of your workflow. Like what your clients are going to be so confused. And they're also going to feel like all you cared about is them booking with you and paying you money. And that's not the relationship you want to have with your clients. So having this workflow all set up is really great to be able to show your clients that you're an established business owner with a plan in place that you treat every client the same with the utmost customer service and that you aren't half-assing things along the way. They shouldn't be asking you any questions. Hey, Paige, so what would happen if this? Or, hey, Paige, when can I expect this? Those are the questions you don't want to be getting from your clients because it means you didn't have a solid workflow in place and you weren't forward thinking to answer those questions for them along the way. 
And finally, the fourth thing you need to do regarding the back end of your business and doing things before you book your next client is setting the expectation for the project or the service or whatever it is you're selling. This means looking at deadlines. How fast can you perform the services for your clients? What can your clients expect from you? How long does it take to ship something? Say if you supply a good, like a tangible good that people are buying from your Etsy shop. Also, expectations regarding client communication with you. What hours do you answer that method of communication? Say email. Maybe you only answer emails from clients and you oftentimes aren't on DMs or PMs on Facebook. What can the client expect from you regarding a response? Is it in 24 hours? Is it in 48 hours? Is it in three days? Make sure you have all of those expectations mapped out and clearly explained. And potentially, and I would obviously suggest you do this, put all of those communication expectations in your contract. Remember, the clearer you can get on expectations for the services you're providing or the products that you're selling, the more fluid it will become with your clients and it gets your clients just the full picture on what they can expect from you. So if you didn't catch my drift in this episode, working on the back end of your business is crucial before you book any client because it sets expectations in like big, bold letters, setting expectations. And from a pure legal perspective here, when expectations go wrong, that is oftentimes when lawsuits can creep up. And then from a pure business perspective, when expectations are not there or your clients are let down from expectations they expected, that's when a disgruntled client occurs, which is why if you do these four things that I talked about today on this episode before booking your next client, it will definitely save your patootie in the long run, both legally and business-wise. And that's all for now, my friends. I will be here same time, same place next week for a new podcast episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. See, I told you being legally legit isn't so scary. Be sure to visit thelegalpage.com for all show notes. And it would be super awesome if you could head over to iTunes and leave a review. Last but not least, don't forget to join my free Facebook group for unlimited legal and biz Q&A. Chat soon, Legal Pagers. Legal Pagers.